Hi, I'm Joey Gilroy, and this is We Love College Water Ski. This week, my guests aren't members of collegiate ski teams. They are <laughs> Drew Saflin and Andrew Rosas from Rooster Teeth, the most podcast. Do you guys want to say hi? Hello. Hello. <laughs> Not on any collegiate ski teams that you know about. That you know uh, of. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm secretly on many uh, collegiate ski teams. I've, I'm I've gone... I'm on a lot of intramural waterboarding teams, but I think that's a completely different thing. <laughs> the same. Really. You're 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 a Gitmo exchange student. Exactly. Yeah, I'm yeah. a Gitmo exchange student. There Jesus we go. Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey. I mean, at least they've got a nice program going. That is true. You know, I mean, that those those are your Pentagon dollars at work, folks. Uh so yeah, thank you for having us on. Uh uh, on this uh, collegiate water ski uh, sports podcast, we appreciate question, it. Question: It's called "We Love College Water Ski," but not "We Love College Water Skiing." Why is that? Uh, because it fit better in the logo, honestly. <laughs> Very good. The t- oh yeah, we we love oh the kerning, the damn kerning on yeah. the font was too tight. We couldn't uh, couldn't fit it. Yeah, and then honestly, I was thinking about water skiing, and then I panicked on the first episode. I don't think I even said water ski on the first one, but here we are. <laughs> nice. What, uh, how many episodes of the show have you done? Uh, so yesterday, episode 20 came out. It was the first one of season two. We, we've hit a lot of people in like their 20s or 30s, like their 20th or 30th podcast. I feel like that's when, uh, that's when you kind of start reaching outside of your circle to find other people who are uh, into other things. Like, oh, I'm going to try to get some guests on this show about yeah. 20 in. About 20 in, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's awesome yeah congrats congrats on 20 episodes i feel like on a a second season yeah Yeah. honestly season one ended because i had finals and didn't want to edit anymore (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, oh what what, were you know life life gets in the way uh podcast as it as it as it happens for for a lot of people so Mm -hmm. understandable understandable but yeah, thanks for thanks for having us on. We're excited to, that you're a, a part of our tour. Uh, we're trying to go around to as many podcasts as we have time for to uh, promote that our show the most, which is available on roosterteeth.com right now only, uh, is now going to be available on Spotify. And uh, what is that? iTunes? Is it still iTunes or is it Apple Music? Ooh. Is iTunes dead? I think it's, uh, who knows? It's just whatever the, the native podcast app on my phone, yeah. whatever that is. Uh, say you can now t- ask Siri to look, starting in October, you can now ask Siri to uh, look for the most. And uh, a show with me and Andrew will come up where we interview uh, people and ask them the most questions or questions containing the phrase the most, like what's the most amount of hours you consecutively water skied or uh, <laughs> similar, or similar. What's, uh, what's the most uh, 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 injury? What's the, like the most yeah. serious injury you've sustained while water skiing? Yeah. Uh, yeah I'm, I'm really excited. Cause I think this is going to be, I mean, we're going to be on a lot of podcasts and I think, I think it's like 20, 20 or so podcasts. And I think this is the seventh water skiing podcast we have yep. lined up. Seventh or eight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we just, we're just a lot of, we're, we're, we're really cornering the market on, uh, on water skiing podcasts. So, uh, this is the first, uh, the first one. I'm going to guess uh, this is going to be the only, I'm, I'm going to go on a, on a 11 say this is the only water skiing centric podcast we do. I'd be shocked. Most of them are from. Like they're all great podcasts if you like water skiing, but it's like, sure. oh, people in the industry talking about like talking to each other about this is how you turn right, how you turn correctly and go faster. Like where do you, mm. where do you rank on the like sub 
like like you know like there's the billboard charts but then there's also like the country billboard charts so like where do you rank on the water ski podcasts like are you the number Uh, four water ski based podcast i'm gonna ballpark that there's probably like no more than 10 right right around you're in the so what you're saying is you're in the top 10 yeah leave out leave out the rest of the information dude don't don't i was gonna get that hand yeah it's gonna guess number 11 (laughs) <laughs> yeah no, that's, that's how you got to sell it in one of the nation's top 10 water skiing podcasts right. that's the that's that goes on the marquee i am the number one college water ski podcast <gasps> see there you well, go there you go there you, you go you, that's con- subtext are you the only college water skiing podcast and on to our next questions yeah okay <laughs> this interview is over yeah <laughs> thank you guys so much <laughs> Uh, well, you yeah, know, it's, uh, it's, it's very, uh, very fascinating because like, I, I don't know, right before this, we were talking about, it's like, I have never water skied. Nor have I. Ooh. Uh, so you have never done a single water ski a day in my life. I, I've never been drugged behind a boat, uh, ever, uh, fortunately, I guess. And it, like, I feel like there's a way to do that poorly where you're just being drugged behind a boat, but, uh, oh. what's, what's the trick? Why, Cause if, if we wanted to go water ski like next weekend, what would be the thing to get us up on our feet? Uh, so I would, especially cause you guys are in Austin, I would just call UT's team. They'd love to have, they'd love taking anyone out. Do you know, do you know anybody from the UT team? Oh uh, yeah. Like my, so yesterday number 20 came out and that was Texas's episode. Oh, all right. Very good. Interesting. I, so, you know, I, I, I know that Austin is blessed to have a major water feature running right through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know that I've ever seen water skiers out on the, uh, out on the lake or one of our lakes. Cause they're like, there's, lake we have Austin, like lady, we have ladybird. You, you, you can't do it on town. Lake. No way. Right. Um, and then there's, uh, like ladybird. Lake, Tra- lake Travis has Lake uh, Travis. That's what it is. It's Lake, lake Travis, Travis is but, where the water skiers go. I know. In my, I was just saying one of the kids who I interviewed, he said that he grew up skiing on Lake Travis with like his family. Mm -hmm. that makes sense that's where it's like right outside of the city limits there's one in town like austin that's uh very nice but i don't think you're allowed to water no because it's got it's 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 a -a chock-a-buck full of uh paddle borders right that's the one that's too serene there's like it's 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 a lot of paddle borders a lot of stand-up paddle boarding kayaking canoeing did you see that uh, the video of the kayaker who got like almost went over the dam onto red the other day what just like 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 all the way like paddled out and like got sucked into the dam and was like <gasps> on the dam like teetering on uh dropping into like that giant thing oh like, no yeah, it was nuts also that, like how dumb you gotta be how how drunk you gotta be to operate a boat into the dam i mean i've seen some people sure. <laughs> you spend enough you spend enough time out on the lake you see some stuff you see some stuff. yeah also, yeah uh, I feel like there's like there's two kinds of lake people. There's like the people who are uh, like handsome and sunburnt and they go out there on the every weekend. And then there's the lake people who like live at the gas station around the corner and then just like live at the lake. Like, I, I, have you experienced this as well, Joey? The two types of lake people? Oh, yeah. We call them ski bums and they are okay. the goal of every college skier. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the, that's the, uh, that's the echelon that you want to reach is to have like 
sun like sun bleached hair like sun blonde bleached hair and have that nice like uh that nice tan that per- that permatan yeah. uh from being out on the waters just, here is the, the oakley wraparound tan line of yeah right thing. there like, yeah oh yeah perpetually right across yeah right across the temple um here in austin there is a uh a, a neighborhood up uh lake travis called cuernavaca uh, it's up uh, like if you go take B caves, I drool know what I'm talking about. If you take like B caves road up uh, into like Westlake past Westlake uh, in, into the like, you know, uh, Lake Travis uh, uh, dammed up area, there's an area called Cuernavaca and the lake, the, the lake people there are called Quernies, <laughs> which, oh sounds, <laughs> which sounds uh, very much like carnies and right. delights, delights me to no end. Yeah. Like those are those are the real the, the when, it, when 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 the when the you know sunsets and, and things get real local yeah that's when the quernies come out and they're uh, party with some quernies oh they're a blast of course no that's who you want that's who you want to go skiing with because they'll oh, like yeah. yeah they'll 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 show you some stuff so what's, what's competitive water skiing culture like because like like other like how granola does it get because I know like for bouldering like if you go out bouldering with a bunch of people you go to a bouldering gym they're all hyper supportive. But then, oh yeah like, very sweet very nice that's a completely different sport cycling everybody's not very supportive uh all kind of dicks and i feel like water skiing exists in that like realm between those two ideas where it's just like it could be very fun and like everybody's very sweet or it could be very intense and everybody's out to get like best trick so the way that i describe it is that especially collegially because it's team tournaments like i'm on the t- team at university of akron Okay. Uh, and so you want you and your team to ski really well and you well you want everyone to ski really well at the tournament and you want your team yeah. to do a little bit better okay so it's cool. like it's competitive but uh so i used to go to a different school i skied for that school and i like got a personal best in one of the events mm-hmm. and a different team came screaming down the lake excited for me got me oh nice nice okay so that's okay. that's good I'm glad it's a supportive community, because uh, yeah, I, I I've, I've observed the same the same phenomena in uh, uh, in different kind of uh, sport. Maybe it, not it, collegiate. It goes but- either way. Like there's like it, depending on how like it, I think it aligns with like how much you're outside. I'm mean, sure outside sports tend to be nicer. I don't Except maybe. Well, I feel like cycling is is not necessarily like cycling. It feels clicky to me. So you like oh hundred wow, my my friends who are into cycling have their group like it's like a group of five or six people and they are really tight and they go on long long rides together and they do all like the like you know the ms 150s together uh like the long like long rides around here around the hill country but it's very clicky and then it's just like i mean it's sharks and jets like right we're 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 going up against these uh these other these are these are the teams these are the gangs these are the clicks um and and yeah, it's it, it's supportive within your very tight knit group, and then you know everyone else can kick rocks. But maybe that's. It's, it sounds like uh, it sounds like uh, uh, everybody at at uh, in water skiing is is pretty chill. It sounds like a chill vibe. A oh, day at the lake. Yeah, it's like I think it's because it all is based from like everyone's at the lake having fun yeah. and. Like you can go cycling on a bunch of roads. <laughs> it might be those, it might be, you know what it is? It might be those sports that are like that were not competitive first. Like 
water skiing is recreational activity that then turned competitive. And then that brings a better culture or it's like rock climbing was just for fun and now is competitive. And so the culture is a lot less toxic because it's just like, oh, we started doing this for fun and then now I can do it for money. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get, do you, are there cash prizes for winning a collegiate water ski? Uh, not collegiate, but there are some pro tournaments. Who's the guy? Who's like the Sean White of water ski? Uh, let's see. Right now, his name is Joel Poland, probably. He's, he's like 20 years old. So he's a young guy. And he's like, I think he set, there's like weird scoring for how you score overall, but he's like set the world record for overall. And he does like, I sent you guys uh, videos of slalom trick and jump. Yeah, like yeah. A, like a good score. Then if you're a like college skier, a good score is maybe going 36 miles an hour and getting through the course. This kid does it oh. with forty with forty feet of rope in the boat, basically. So like half the distance to get to the buoy. He he scores ten thousand trick points and jumps two hundred and thirty feet. Holy so shit. He's, like he's like the guy right now who's and then who's like the classic like if he who's the, your arnold palmer who's like your like arnold palmer who's the michael jordan the, the like jack nickel jack nicholas yeah. i don't know why we i both like i also went to golf in my head and i was like i why do you and i both know classic golfers Andrew? That's i don't a know weird thing uh yeah who's like the michael jordan who's the wilt chamberlain of Oof, that's kind of that's a little golfers. hard to tell because like the sports start like the 79th national championship happened last week. So it's still a very young sport. Sure. And so like these guys are still competing. Like the old classic, his name is Jarrett Llewellyn. He's the most decorated athlete in Canadian history. And he's like athlete period. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And no one knows him because it's water skiing. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. The like has like just just decked out in medals and trophies and awards and no one could pick him out of a crowd because it's water skiing right. <laughs> just like uh probably the way i would want it honestly like there there's something very uh gosh there's actually something very appealing about being incredibly celebrated within your field but being being virtually anonymous like to most of the world because the, the then you ZZ, could still easy top condition where you can just like not have a beard and go out in public Exactly. Sure. It's like, cause here's the thing. If you're like the, if you're, if you're raking in dough from like sponsorships and stuff and you're absolutely killing it in the game and you're the best water skier or like, you know, uh, like curling, like any, like oh, some, yeah. like some, like, or, or like triathletes, like some, like a little bit more obscure athletes that still like really celebrated and uh, lauded within their, their tight communities and GoPro sponsorship. Like exactly. But then they things. can, but then they can still go out to dinner. You know right. what I mean? Like they might get someone come up and be like, Hey, are you like so-and-so, but you're not like Michael Phelps. Right. You're not, not you're not like, Exactly. You you can still go do stuff and have like a sim like a, a relatively normal life without so much celebrity that it makes you like kind of detached from the rest of humanity. Yeah. So funny that you mentioned Red Bull sponsorship because Jarrett's wife, I, I'm blanking on her name. She's a very nice lady, was the first woman that uh, Red Bull sponsored. Whoa. Like for skiing. Whoa, nice. Yeah. And then That's their dope. son, Dorian, is a collegiate skier who I interviewed a while ago. And he's He's like working his way up there where I think all of Dorian's scores are better than his dad's at this point. 
but because the level of competition's risen, he hasn't become like the next the guy yet. Ah, I see. This, this leads me to a prickly question, Joey. Where do you, how do you rank? How good are you at the collegiate level? Like you, you've you said you made some PRs before. Like uh, how do, how do you fare out, so, of the, out on the lake? Uh, the last collegiate nationals, I was the twenty second overall skier at the tournament. Okay, of D two. There's D one kids are getting paid to ski. I. Mm-hmm. I am not that. How do you get? How do you get D one? Uh, your team ends up being really good, and I'm not that Got good. It. <laughs> so the fun answers of like the same way that I'm like the number one water ski podcast, mm-hmm. uh, sure. number one college water ski. Of course, podcast. of course. But yeah, like all my friends are really good at this, and I have a podcast. So <laughs> nice. You can you can do the very like uh, standard answer. It's all politics. I would be I would be D one, but it's all politics. It's all it's all rubbing elbows. It's who you know. It's glad handing, and I just yeah. I don't I don't play their game. I'm just there, I'm there to ski, man. Yeah. Like you're in it for the love of the game. All these other people are are, are too busy politicking and, and one at a time. And yeah, oh, I politic all the time. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm, I ski yesterday. I skied this morning. I'm going to ski after this podcast. Because of oh, so you're just well, are you in school? Uh, did school start back yet for y'all yet? Um, uh, Monday is my first day. Oh, so this is the last week of skiing before the, the school year starts. How often are you skiing during the school year? Uh, it actually ramps up a bit. Like over the summer, I think I've skied like a handful of times, but because our tournament season is first tournaments like 9 11, and then the last tournament is October 15th. And you're in Ohio, is it not cold as balls? Like by the time the season's over. Oh yeah, it snowed at one of my tournaments. <laughs> oh God! Oh Lord! Jesus Christ! That that is interesting. Like I, I I hadn't thought about it. Like I guess some I that just occurred to me that like some parts of the country you could probably ski. I mean, like here, I feel like you could ski in Texas almost oh, year round. I mean, like yeah, I as long as we don't suffer another freeze, yes. another deep freeze. But like, I mean, those are those are pretty rare uh, uh, so far, and. Um, yeah, I mean, our our winters aren't aren't terribly terribly cold, and like even in like December or January, you'll still get days that are like in the upper 80s. Oh, my so birthday it's like, every year for some reason is 85 degrees. I, my birthday's in January, 85 degrees every year. Don't yeah, perfect. it's uh it's bananas, and so you yeah. can definitely get on the lake with with you know with that kind of weather. I think it's interesting. You know what's fascinating about uh uh sports like this? You know, we we just mentioned like, or Drew just said, you know how how sports like this go from recreation to to competitive and maybe that's why that leads to the clickiness this just popped into my head it's like because like at the end of the day with water skiing you're doing something really fun like i wish i could water ski because it looks fun as hell and you're doing jumps and you're like flipping on waves and you're doing cool shit looks like a lot of fun it's like with biking which is a little more maybe aggro or uh clicky it's like i don't think biking's fun like it's not like i'm not going wee when i'm on a bike like yeah i I do i have a bike and i bike around and i enjoy it but it's not like it's not it's not it's not it doesn't get your adrenaline up it does it's not like oh you don't think like i this is what fun looks like like anytime (laughs) you see someone water skiing you're like that take a photo of them put it on a postcard and write the word fun underneath it because that's what they're doing like yeah yeah, exactly yeah exactly if you a a, a, a fun.jpg is someone water skiing it's a a man water skiing and drinking a beer that is yeah exactly (laughs) Um, so yeah so so joey for beginners like us what what are uh what's a tip to like i just want to know how to like i want to go uh i'll I'll reach out to ut ski team uh if they'll have us and then 
but like, what's the number one thing I need to know about getting up on skis for the first time? Uh, the biggest thing is like, they're going to tell you to go into like a little ball, like okay. kind of like crunch up. Then you sure. want to keep the skis like upright. Cause a lot of times people like are unaware, like panic in the water kind of, and they let their skis mm-hmm. go like this or like this. They, want they, pe- they, they pizza, they pizza or uh, you want whatever. A the- yeah. You want fry. a French yeah. fry. French fry. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the biggest thing there is you want to keep your arms as straight as possible. Straight. Hmm. So like yeah. locked out, like all the way. Yep. Cause what happens actually when I was just, what I was just doing was teaching people how to ski like this morning. And what happens is when you pull the, in like this, it changes the pool of the boat to all the way up here and you slide out under work, under you. Got it. Huh. arm. It like keeps the, keeps the pool at your hips and that like keeps it even and you can balance. That, that makes sense. And I feel like that's something that you would instinctively try to fight because your, like your, 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 your adrenaline response would be to like oh, yeah. curl into a ball. Yeah. And so you would pull your extremities toward you. You don't want to, when something's, you know, when something's uh, new and frightening, you don't want your like limbs extended straight out in front of you, but that was, is actually like creating the best, do, like uh, do everything counterintuitively under copy it, that. It really is like one of the best pieces of advice I've gotten while skiing is all of your instincts are wrong. Do the opposite. <laughs> very good. That's very good. I, I, now, are you able to do one of those water foils? I've really like, I keep seeing them. I want to try one. I know I'm going to suck at it. I'm a man in my thirties. There's no fucking way. Uh, Andrew, you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Little, yeah. Yeah. The little, uh, yeah. Little, little uh, rock skimmers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, actually I had the chance to ride one of those for the first time today. Okay. I chickened out and wakeboarded instead. <laughs> yeah. That one. I, oh, I was going to say. Go ahead. Okay, sorry. I was just say, uh, if you find one of those, apparently it's just like surfing, which probably doesn't help as an example if you guys haven't surfed. Sure, never done. But apparently it's just like so. If you can learn how to surf, like wake surf, you can learn mm-hmm. how to you just do the same thing there. It can nice. Like, you out the water. Nice. That's cool. I was gonna say the only thing that I so I haven't been water skiing. I've only been. Uh, actually like snow skiing, I've only been snow skiing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tried, so, you know, I, and I started when I was a teen, I was like 14, uh, went on a church trip to go, uh, of course, to go, to go skiing, uh, with a youth group. And, uh, because I was 14, I was like, I'm going to start by snowboarding. I don't want to ski. I want to snowboard. I was instantly dog shit at it and didn't improve over two days. And I was like, I hate this. I want to be facing the way I'm going. I don't like standing to the side. And, and this is coming from somebody who'd like skateboarded, but like for some reason, snowboarding just like, wasn't, wasn't my, wasn't my thing. And so I switched to skis immediately took to it. I was like, oh, I yeah. get it. This is so much more fun. And so yeah. I like snow skiing, but it has those, that same element of like, I, I would to, to uh, that initial like break in period of kind of fighting instincts mm-hmm. of like, again, you're going to want to like, because you're scared and you want to maintain balance, you're going to like lean forward and bend over, but that's like going to uh, shift your center of gravity, like more over, faster. make you go faster and put you over your skis. And yeah. like, which is, which there's even sayings about. Uh, so like, you know, the, uh, it, 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 it's very fascinating. I wonder how that translates to, to water skiing. Cause it's something I would like to try, but just like, like but just like Drew mentioned, go. 
It sounds like we do have to go, but also, as you mentioned, like I'm a man in his 30s. If I take spills at this age, even like in it's, in it's soft like soft of, water, it's like a sack of hands. It's just like <laughs> it makes a loud slapping noise, and then everybody goes, "Oh!" Like that's just you yeah. Turn 30. That's what happens. Yeah, exactly. And I say soft soft water as a joke because uh, having hit water at a, at incredible speeds, it hurts. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so now, do you also you also wakeboard? Do you wakeboard competitively? Uh. Kind of not like in wakeboard okay. tournaments, but I wake. So there's three events in ski tournaments, slalom, trick and jump. I trick mm-hmm. on a wakeboard. It's worth less points, but it's so much easier that it's worth it for my team to do that. Nice. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, I was going to show you. I have a question while you're talking about skiing that I forgot. For snow skiing? Yeah. Uh, I, man, I, I, I need to do that again. I think it's been, that was when I was like 14. It's, and I think the so last time I that you brought up that I have the exact same story that you had as you were telling that story, I was like, this is my story. Uh, the snowboarding <laughs> thing. I tried snowboarding, didn't take any lessons and didn't understand like that carving was a thing. And then, yeah. so I was just pointing my nose at the bottom of the mountain. And then when I got too fast, I just fall over. And so yeah. I had to get ski patrolled down the mountain the first day that I was there. <laughs> like, I was like, I can't, I'm not going to make the rest of this route because I'm going to bruise the shit out of my hands. So uh, yeah, I wound up getting ski patrolled and switched to skis the next day and then loved it. And loved um, it. Yeah. I've since been one other time in Alaska during uh, army day, like one of their army bases, army, army goes free day. And, sure. Uh, it was a lot of, a lot of real aggressive dudes on the mountain on the sure. one very icy mountain in alaska so uh <laughs> no powder all ice just no powder all ice and then everybody's like just swinging like everybody's just like out there like ready to fight so it's just like okay uh let maybe maybe i'll take my own skiing trip soon. <laughs> uh, and you know what uh jeff jeff ramsey is super into uh jet skiing right now andrew i bet we could talk him into taking us uh water skiing i bet it- i bet we can figure it out Oh, I bet we could too. That sounds like something Jeff Ramsey would be uh, all about. I know. If I were. So whenever he talked about it on his main podcast, like he's talking about, oh, he wants to buy jet skis. This is awesome. And I immediately started Googling like jet skis in Austin because he, because mm-hmm. brand new, they're like expensive. They're like, yeah. And like, but you can get two used ones for like 4,000, which yeah. that's still money, but. Still money, but uh, then we could be what are they called, Andrew? We could move out to the uh, Quernies. We could be Quernies and Quernies and yeah. have uh, and have and have jet skis. Yeah, that's like, and I think we, we joked about this on an episode of our show uh, about jet ski. I think it was with uh, Christian mm-hmm. and uh, and Brian Gar. We were joking mm-hmm. about uh, uh, jet ski. Jet skiing is like, I mean, again, if you want it, uh, uh, fun, fun parentheses two dot jpeg to me is 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 jet skiing because i have done that and that is also uh, a blast and yeah, no. also and i've also wiped out on one which is a lot of fun uh and painful but still a lot of fun um yeah i bet if we could uh but just i mean like yeah here's the thing so this gets into another uh, another another topic i know this is your podcast uh but i'm gonna go ahead and uh, uh feel <laughs> ask yeah. this one to the field which is like so with recreational sports and competitive and competitive sports like uh, water skiing and even uh i get well i'm sure there is a competitive sport around jet skiing um uh, jet skiing 
cycling, things like this that require, a, in my mind, a huge outset of money to do. You know what I sure. mean? Like, like they're a little bit more of expensive. I wouldn't say hobbies, but like uh, callings or like things to do because like with like a bike, like my friends who are cyclists who are bikes, oh, like you drop three grand out, the three game. grand on a bike. And it's just right. like, my God, like that's a lot. That? That's yeah. a lot to outset. And so like when it comes to water skiing, what's your biggest, like what's the, uh, the biggest outlay of, uh, of, of resources, uh, financial or otherwise. Yeah, what, you what's have... the startup cost? If yeah. What's the startup into, cost? What, what, exactly. If I want to get into water skiing, what, so, how much, how much money? Absolute startup. You can, I'm sure in Austin too, there's like, there's like wakeboard cable parks that cost like sure. 30 bucks, oh, at, yeah. 30 bucks for two hour passes. They, let you rent everything usually they have what they call park popsicles which are just water skis mm -hmm. so like that's probably your lower floor is like 30 bucks okay mm. then, that's just like a that's like a cable that just pulls you around the park right yep and then they have like little opposite like little ramps or like like what you would have at a skate park but it's floating nice mm. yeah so you can either go on those or oh, if you're being shot at one of those uh for an immersion a long time ago and uh it's dope yeah we yeah. should Thirty bucks, huh? Yeah. That yeah. that blows my mind and makes complete sense, but also blows my mind because I was just like thinking in my mind, it's like if I wanted to get into water skiing, I have to like, of course they have places that like do the like. Didn't think about uh, the zipline. I didn't even think about a zipline or anything else. Like in my mind, I was like, okay, well now I've got to I've got to make friends with someone with a boat. Right. I've got to, <laughs> I've got to or buy a boat uh, and have and then make a friend to drive it uh, while I hanging off the back of it on skis i wonder how much skis are in, like in order in order to practice so it's not that's in order like, yeah it's not even to like hang out with your bud in my head before the before the idea of a zipline it was just like oh i need all this shit just to like fall in the water a lot and figure it out yeah then so uh you guys are it's very texas is austin's a great spot for it because in san marcos there's like one of the best water ski like air water ski i think they call them clubs sure marcy clubs in the countries in san marcos and that one's a that, that tracks that makes tracks that makes perfect sense it's definitely more than 30 dollars, but you could like email them like get a membership there and then they have club boats they have great coaches they could teach you how to do it so that that one would probably be a little under a little over a grand maybe hmm. maybe 1500 for the summer to like and then just for the membership then you're nice and you like pay ten dollars a pop to like for gas and stuff so if that's like boat skiing san marcos would probably be where you want to look that that yeah like drew said that tracks san marcos is well san marcos is also on the river and i feel like they've got uh they've got they've got it really like corn the 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 corner on the market for uh actual water sports like yeah for i would say water i would say water recreation san yeah. marcus is one maybe one of the best spots in the country yeah um because they've got i mean because it's on the river it's got i mean uh blast of all blasts like the best the best tubing you can get best like just like casual lazy river tube river tubing you can get around here is in san marcus uh they got schlitterbahn They've got uh, they've got that flugtag there where they like push those oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> they but they push those uh, uh, Da Vinci esque uh, sanguinet vibrella of planes <laughs> into the water to see which ones can uh, fly the, the farthest. farthest. Um, yeah, all that stuff happens in San Marcos, so that makes sense that they've got a a, a big time uh, water ski club. 
And so, Joey, what's the goal here? You have a pot, you have a water ski podcast on the water ski team. What are you, what are you in, what are you in school for? I'm an education and be a teacher. You're going to be a, are you going to be a water ski teacher or are you going to sure. be a straight, a straight <laughs> grade school teacher? Uh, probably high school history. Okay. Uh, nice. Shoot, maybe I'll start a water ski club for high schoolers. Funnel there you go. Collegiate. Nice. And then start a new, start a new podcast about, uh, coaching high school, uh, water ski be the number one high school water ski podcast in America as well. Wow. There you go. Cool. Yeah. Get, 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 you know, a war on two fronts, win them both. Uh, yeah, that makes, and you've got to be one of those like cool teachers. That's like, adios kids put on your wayfarers and like water ski off of campus. Yep. Uh, just like find a school by a lake, but I yeah, exactly. So that you could be like bell rings to like, Hey, where's, where's the teacher? And you're like, sayonara. And you're like out the, yeah, <laughs> you're oh. out the door. Yep. Be <laughs> too cool. Just absolutely too cool. Way too cool. And- but I can't be, I can't try to be cool. Cause then that goes right, the other right, direction. Right, right. They, they'd call you out. Well, no, so exactly. Like, well, see, that's the thing is you're doing what you love and that's about as cool as you can get. It's just like, if you, you, like, that's the thing is if you do what you love, no matter what it is, uh, it will be, it will appear to be cool to everyone else. Um, so if, if you're going to be a history teacher, uh, two questions, what is your favorite period? Like, what is your favorite history thing to teach? And then what's the fucking history of water skiing? Where did it start? What's the deal? So oh, good question. Favorite, favorite area to teach is I kind of like a Amer- like post-World War II American history, kind of like Cold War-y. Okay. It's just like oh. interesting because a lot of people have a lot of misconceptions about it where a lot of get, chapters starting with the word detente. Yeah. <laughs> detente, and then it's all about how, uh, not as much in Ohio, but there's lots of whitewashing. That's like, sure. Like, Crystal race theory so, is important. So my stepsister graduated from from school in in Virginia in 2000. I'm just gonna say 2009. Mm-hmm. Sure. And she learned about the War of Northern Aggression. Like, ah! Uh, <laughs> she knew she knew better than that. Of right. course. But still. but some people don't. Some I mean, people, some people drink the Kool-Aid. I'm, uh, I'm from Tulsa and I grew up 10 miles from where the Tulsa race massacre happened and didn't find out about it until I moved to Texas and went to college. So like was not talked about, uh, oops, Oklahoma. Yeah. Fuck that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and I think to curse on your podcast or talk about uh, super oh. political things, but we're doing both. Hey, we're doing yeah. both. Hey, here we go. But no, that's and and I think a lot of people didn't realize, uh, didn't know about the uh, uh, T- Tulsa race massacres until they watched uh, uh, Watchmen. Watchmen. Yeah. And I had to tell people, I had to fucking tell people, I was like, hey, this is that happened. I had a couple, yeah, I was like, this is an alternate history. And somebody's like, what? No, it's Watchmen. It's alternate history. It's like, no, this was a real thing that he's basing it on. And it's not like just some made up thing that, like, oh, in an alternate universe, it's like that this all happened. It's all true. It's I, all true. I'm absolutely a history guy. I learned it from Watchmen. and went, I need to know more. And then, did you guys watch Lovecraft Country? Yeah. Did not. I did not. Amazing show. Also covers the Tulsa Massacre. That's right. It's a very popular topic right now. Um, I, rightfully so. It was I finally acknowledged by one of our presidents, which I do appreciate. Um, well, now, so then the, my, my second question was, what's the history of water skiing? A brief history of water skiing. Uh, it started in, see, like 1920s in uh, Minnesota and Wisconsin fight over it. 
but one of those two states started it. Weird. Hmm. I guess, well, I mean, Minnesota is the land of a thousand lakes, so yeah. And it started with some guys in a boat decided to put shoes on a basically a two by four. And so these, I think, slalom skiing. So one ski skiing started first. And Interesting. Then, yeah. And then competitive started, I think the first uh, championships were in the 30s. Like, I think 1939 is the earliest one that I know of. Damn. Mm-hmm. And then, so it looks like we're about to run out of time on this. This clears out on us. We can just rejoin the room. Keep okay. going. Sure. Sure. Yep. So. Um, I'm going to end it now. All right. Rose is coming back. There he is. Hooray. Cool. And we're back. Uh, cool. Already recording. Um, so the 30s and 40s was when it started to be competitive. Oh, so it, I mean, pretty soon after it started, everybody was trying to whoop up on... Uh, the funniest thing to me about sports over the years is watching sports from the thirties. Cause it's always like, uh, I could do like currently there's not a single athlete that when I look at them say, Oh, I could do that. But a- athletes from the thirties, like, Oh, yeah. I could probably beat a guy and palm a horse from 1932. He doesn't seem that great. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, and listen, I am a thoroughly mediocre basketball player, oh, but you I feel stomp everybody. I feel like I could 1955. I feel, I feel, and, uh, and mostly because I uh, didn't, uh, I wasn't playing uh, basketball and also like eating uh, steak, three meals a day, mm-hmm. drinking scotch and smoking five packs of cigarettes. Right. Like I've, which was like, I feel like, you know, I'm a thoroughly mediocre basketball player, but I could have been like, instantly drafted yeah. to, to a lot of the to like mm-hmm. this early footage because mm-hmm. I, I watched this early footage of basketball and i'm like oh bully this is this is rough stuff folks uh so yeah yeah when you when you see like early footage of of, of of some of some athletic competition it's like oh man they were really this is this is back when they were not when they were just trying to uh master the game not even entertain people yeah, it was, because that's yeah. <laughs> like anything before the shot clock i don't it makes no sense to me like they just will like hold the ball or just sit there for a long time i mean you score yeah. once you just hold the ball and you wait 30 minutes and then you go home yeah yeah, that's a yeah, that's a real a real war of attrition that goes yeah. on with uh with, with basketball. That's how all games ended back then. Cool. Uh, as eventually everyone fell asleep. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so I'm I'm like that's really fascinating, especially with like water skiing because again, you know this, uh, it is a in my mind a very uh, gets the adrenaline up like that. Sure. Go back to that. It's like oh, ba- like early like 30s basketball. It's like. Uh, you know, tune in folks to 30s basketball. And then it's just like the, the the gangliest white dudes you could imagine just kind of passing a ball back and forth. And it's like, okay, well, again, this is like before entertainment was invented. And then I imagine that even at its onset, water skiing was instantly fun. Blew everybody like, out of the yeah, water. Yeah, it was yeah. quite literally. Yeah. <laughs> like this guy's going how fast? Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, because any, because like, I mean, any amount of sp- you're standing on a board going any amount of speed that allows I, you to stay upright. Right. That's I'm, fun. I imagine I imagine uh, what people thought of water skiing in the 30s is how I feel about those dudes who like do wingsuits down the side of a mountain. 
Like, it's just like, there's no, you, you'd never see me do that. It's way too extreme. Uh, that guy's going at like, oh, that man on skis, he's going at least 20 miles an hour. Forget it. Like, would not be able to handle it if I was a, a 1930s. Per- also, uh, the fact that water skiing survived the Great Depression seems uh, very surprising to me. <laughs> or, or, or was born, maybe born from the Great Depression, where I was just like, I'm bored as shit and I can't afford anything. Want to screw a two by four to this boot and go tootle around the lake? Like, hell yeah, I do. Maybe <laughs> what? Just hold on. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. Here, hold this rope. Okay. Yeah. What uh, are you doing in that boat, Jim? <laughs> Uh, also, how do they figure out that that's how, like, uh, that water skis work that way? Is it because surfboards work that way? I'm very confused as to how they were, like, did they, were they skiing in Minnesota and then, like, cut across a lake one day and, like, oh, we could probably do this? Wait a second. Wait a second. I have a, I have a question. So, snow skiing has been around for much longer than that. Yeah. Right. Frozen. Why didn't someone just get a snow ski and say, will this work on water? Let me pull you really fast. They, it was because you said they like glued a boot to a two by four. No one at any, no enterprising young lad went, wait, hang on a second. Let me go to my winter storage locker. What, what do you want? What do you want to call this two by four boot setup? I don't know. Uh, booting. No, I, th- I feel like we should just call it skiing. Well, why aren't we on skis? I don't know. Just get back in the boot. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But... Booty boardy. We're doing booty boardy today, gentlemen. What is that? That's, uh, uh, no, that's it's why the we best... call skiing from now on. Yeah. I already call yeah. my skis my shoes. Exactly. Um, that that is fair. I assume at one point someone did grab a snow ski and was like, "Let's see if these will work on water." Um, but how did they know? Like, how? In my mind, that doesn't compute. Like the physics behind being pulled on two flat pieces of wood doesn't make sense in my head in terms of like who had that idea to be like oh this from a physics standpoint should work because even when you're in the position getting ready to be pulled by the boat it's like, like no this fucking is gonna way. be fine yeah there's no fucking way i'm gonna get up on these skis and then be up going somewhere yeah then it, it doesn't make logical sense yeah, maybe someone fell out of a boat and they like tossed him something and he like held on he's like oh, <laughs> lift it up a little bit like, yeah exactly there was a let's do this again <laughs> wait, wait, let's try that again only this time not so much terror yeah at first at first i was afraid for my life but hold on let's try it again no, yeah um now here's a so can you get scholarships to ski collegiately uh yes there are four schools that offer them uh it's the biggest one most notable from last year was louisiana lafayette which was ranked top 15 in football i think because no one was playing, uh, they offer, they are, they're like one of the top three schools for skiing and Louisiana Monroe is number one. Those two offer scholarships. I think Florida Southern college gives scholarships and so does Rollins college. All right. Yeah. And so, so it's something that you could ostensibly be, uh, uh, get a, get a nice, like a nice little free education, a little free ride to, yeah. to, to your studies by, uh, by bombing it down on the lake yeah i will say because we're not in ncaa like there are like there are pro skiers like who ski collegiately and so that really does show like oh the scholarship schools do get an unfair advantage not saying that scholar that ncaa athletes shouldn't get paid because they should right but like the argument is like okay i can see where that comes from 
but you can also mm. be yeah you like yeah. there's no there's not really a lot of other sports that are like oh the professionals are still in college yeah it's not like yeah you're not gonna uh the only football player that i could think of was emmett smith i don't know why that was because like, you're a kid of the 90s right. drew that is why you thought i could only think of emmett smith emmett smith Achilles smith same guy emmett smith couldn't uh uh like go back to school and then just start playing for a university yeah uh, right would, exactly i would love if he did that this year so, yeah. Yeah. emmett would... smith 50 year old man emmett smith going back to uh in, in a very uh uh never been kissed style uh <laughs> re- return like, to yeah, return to the locker room for the first yeah. time uh, it's like yeah. why man why is our why is our new running back uh why does our new running back have like a receding hairline and gray yeah. beard why is our new running back wearing a, a plaid blanket on his lap with a cat <laughs> can you can you walk nobody yeah. can run yeah <laughs> uh <laughs> just and, and the first time he's tackled and that's the end of his career folks yeah. uh, both of his legs have come completely um, away from his body uh, it seems that his torso has been separated from his legs. This is a black day for football. This is, oh my goodness. Oh, the carnage, the gore. <laughs> yeah, they would never let, this is a 50-year-old man. And I don't know, actually, I'm guessing 50. He might be I'm older than that, but he absolutely have his clock cleaned. Like even, you know, just at, at that age, you just, you don't recover. You don't recover from, from major injuries. Nope. It's like how, I think Brett Favre was talking about how I saw him, there's some video of him like lasering passes, uh, like oh, yeah. within the last couple of years. And he's 52, by the way. Oh, there you go. He's right. spry. A spry 52. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Brett Favre can still laser passes, but he doesn't. He's quit because he can't recover anymore. That, well, that's the, well, that's the thing is like, you know, and maybe we'll go, this, this will be our next uh, topic, I feel like. It's like, so put football unbelievably punishing to the body. I mean, there are studies like it it honestly shouldn't be legal because it's so unbelievably bad for the body. Like the fucking CTE, the just like brain damage, the trauma. It's like getting in several, you know, for, for many of the players who are like, uh, for many of the players, it's like getting in several car accidents at night in terms of like trauma to one's body. And so like, you know, uh, you like, you have these guys who are like, you know, professional athletes, football players for maybe even a handful of years, maybe like five, seven years in their like late twenties or through their twenties, early thirties in their fifties are moving around like they're 80. Like you have like guys who need like walkers and like canes in their fifties. I will say the stock image of like when, if you look up Emmett Smith, he is seated uh, and laughing at a desk. Like he owns a multi-million dollar corporation. (laughs) He ain't walking around. Yeah. So like, I'm wondering, you know, how, how, how forgiving is water skiing to one's uh, corporeal frame? Right. Uh, that really depends on how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Cause I know. Uh, so one of my friends has like a heart condition and like, he's great skier. They gave him a little chart with like the bottom left part. I'm going to be over here. The bottom <laughs> down part of the chart says like, okay, this is like running cross country. This sport is great for your heart. You're fine. Then there's like climbing, climbing, like whatever is like more danger up here was water skiing. Ah! Oh. oh no. I was stunned. That was on the chart at all. Yeah. But it's because when you, so 
physically water skiing, you're like just fine. I think, but if you crash, like the impact of a crash, like if you're slaloming at like max speed, which is what a lot of people try to do, course, max speed, yeah. uh, you're the boat's going 36, you're going between like 60 to 70 across the wakes, slowing down and doing it again. And so if you screw up and like f- and crash during that, you're yeah. crashing. Yeah. I Chihuahua. Seventy miles an hour. Yeah, I uh, and in fact, uh, I, I know two. Two. <laughs> this is so funny. I know two people. Two of my dad's friends. Different people. Mm-hmm. Both had heart attacks while water skiing. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Like, it's through. I think it's because like it's an anaerobic sport, so you like don't so you don't really breathe while you like yeah. you do breathe, but. You know, when you're like left, you like crunch up, you'll and you like hold your breath by accident. You yeah. do that for like 30 for like 16 seconds at a time, or maybe it's 14. And then so that's a Ooh. lot of holding your breath. Uh increasing blood pressure as well. Yep. Yep. Gotcha. Plus adrenaline, plus you know, all the other uh other other fun chemicals the that are stress hormones that are like running through your running through your system. Uh, and then, and then, and then a nice cherry on top is wiping out and hitting like, and the nice impact to, uh, for all your trouble. So, and that's, that's, that's just slalom. Then jump is the, is the dangerous one where it's a six, uh, pros are at a six foot ramp. I jump off a five foot ramp. And then if you like screw up, you can see the crash coming. Like, you know, like it's going to happen. Yeah. And then, uh, I've seen people, one of my friends broke his, uh, elbow because uh, there's a if you're a good jumper you have like basically a weight like a weightlifting belt with a cup holder in it you jam your arm into the cup holder into the and like it holds your arm there to like connect you to the uh, to the skis better so you like hold oh, it better so more control sure yeah but Ooh. because that's like because that's what it is like he screwed up he shot his elbow his hand into the water and then like it torqued back and oh, oh. follow-up question that, that makes me not want to throw up uh do people do people after like they're done with their run it, does it fit a, a a beverage like can you just cart a beverage around in the uh the elbow cup holder yep hell that's, yeah i feel like that's a it, it is uh is yeah hanging i feel like hanging out is also a very important part of uh chilling out and having a beer at the lake is also it seems like an important part of the culture is that is that oh yeah beer? Oh yeah, because well, during tournaments, I have like respect to the site and making sure that like nobody's an idiot. Right. Yeah. Uh, boats in the water. There's no like alcohol around. Sure. But once the boat's out of the water, like you can hang. Yeah, yeah. it's it's Miller time. Yeah. <laughs> and like, so tournaments generally take at least two days. You're on the water at most for 20 minutes over the course of that two days. A lot of hanging out, meeting, hanging people. out, making friends. That's fucking great. That's that's uh, that's how you make relationships for a lifetime. Yeah. Ugh. I feel. I still feel bad about like your reaction to my friend like dislocating his. Uh, well, I mean, any you could have said anything like uh, right. just like any type of uh, any type of tweaked, hyperextended uh, stuff, especially with elbows, arms. Yeah. Oh, that for me, that's just real. Uh, uh, Rose, you ever broken a bone? I have not, thankfully. Uh, cut, cut to falling yeah, down your stairs yeah. today. Help me, help me. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm trying to keep that at a minimum. What with our hospitals overrun, yeah. uh, with uh, uh, 
the, the folly of man. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying not to find myself in that situation, but uh, no, I've never broken a bone. Thankfully. What about wow. you? I broke, I broke my arm once uh, as a kid and uh, real dumb, real fucking dumb. What were cast. you doing? I was rollerblading at the skating rink and I was jumping the lines and I jumped too high and I put Radical. my hand down. And then I did what they call a green stick fracture, which is the most disgusting thing. I don't know. Please don't, please don't say I'm like, my look at what I'm doing. I'm like, (laughs) it's where instead of the bone going like, or like, like this, it goes like this, Ah! a bunch of it, it goes and breaks a lot. Oh, it ribbons Uh, you, you ribbon your, thankfully it was uh, below the growth plate. So both of my arms are the same length, but I was in a cast up to here in the fifth grade and just like this was the natural resting position for me and the teacher wow. would be like do you have a question I was like no i just can't put my fucking arm down i don't know what you want from me lady i can't do anything with it oh so my god it was rough that that sucks oh has that helped your high fives to this day well i'm left-handed so no no uh, every left-handed <laughs> person i've ever met in my life is terrible at high fives yeah, yeah. have you ever broken a bone joy uh like a finger once sure. lucky I know y'all I am not that extreme. I don't, I don't know how I'm the most casted of the bunch. Yeah. (laughs) I very minor tear in my hamstring once. Ooh, not fun. My, I, I, I feel very fortunate because I have, uh, uh, somehow dodged a lot of, uh, major you know, never broken a bone, never like torn anything, done anything like that been just lazy enough yeah been just lazy enough taken just uh, uh this few enough chances to avoid uh, uh broken bones and stuff but uh i feel like uh my sister is my like portrait of dorian gray because my sister <laughs> has uh like uh a lovely like, she tore her acl playing cool. like pickup volleyball like and like not even doing anything terribly just like landed on it wrong landed right. on her leg wrong tore an acl uh like hip stuff she broke an arm when she was three like God. she's 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 had a lot of uh ailments a lot of uh you know uh a, a lot of uh time time in the uh time in the doctor's office or the icu as it were uh to to take care of broken bones and, and other things but like yeah i i i feel very fortunate because yeah uh i remember when she broke her bone her arm when she was three and i was like five at the time um yeah just the because when you're like a like when you're i would imagine you know when you're an adult you're like oh that's broken oh fuck and you're like kind of freaking out but when you're like three and you break a bone Mm -hmm. you are an inconsolable mess yeah you're just like the the highest pitch screams you can possibly imagine just like yep. weeping and weeping Nuts. uh so yeah joe you and i are very lucky and we should consider ourselves so for uh for not having been laid up by our our chosen activity especially since you're skiing like that's right. that's that's great i'm glad you're and wait how old are you joey i am 23 okay we'll see now you're you're spry you're young you've got that flexibility you've got that uh you know that you've got that youthful vigor where uh my mine is 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 disappearing by the day and so yeah i like you know when you say you said i might fall down these stairs later drew i might just walk down these stairs and hurt my like like a a a bad step these days is enough to like you know really yeah exactly it's enough to really mess up my day on that cheery note 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. As I, uh, on that on that uh, note, from the, uh, uh, the the cold hand of the Grim Reaper on each of our shoulders, have fun uh, water skiing, kids. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I normally end. So we're about out of time. Sure. I'm. I normally end these asking like why you guys ski or whatever, but why? So you guys, <laughs> why don't you ski? Why don't you ski? Which no. Uh, so. Going back to your podcast, the most yeah, great yeah. podcast. I watched like four episodes to like prep for this. Oh, nice. good. Thank you. Yeah. And then, so it's working at least four times, but. <laughs> That's where those four views came from. Thank uh-huh. you. We were, uh, I was wondering. Yeah. Uh, so why do you guys do the most podcasts? Like what's, why do you guys do it? Because we work for Rooster Teeth. Uh, no, okay. uh, because Andrew makes me. No. Um <laughs> because <laughs> it's fun i would say uh it's uh, we get to hang out i mean andrew and i are pretty good friends outside of work as well and uh we get to bring on pretty much anybody that will come on for free and so we just keep trying higher and higher like echelons of people that we're interested in and being like hey do you think we could get some college humor people do you think we could get uh i mean we volunteered ourselves for a mia jovovich interview that we got once for like it was two minutes but it was still like Hey, there we we met a celebrity so it's just a fun thing to do with a, a good friend that uh i get paid for that's why i do it andrew why do you do it uh you know a, a similar answer to that i will extend also like you know the the most came about because uh they were like hey we need some more stuff on rttv they were like we need more programming because this was this was like during the pandemic right and they were like uh hey this was like last we our first episode was last october so it was like hey we're in pandemic we need more like stuff on on rttv for for broadcast to fill out kind of our programming schedule do you guys have any ideas and i was like hey listen if i if, if i can like uh chat at work with my friend because we don't have the office anymore like we, right. we don't like go into an office so that social function of like talking with your friends shooting the shit kind of disappeared because we're all working from home. So all we see each other is like, in kind of, the only time we see each other really now is in meetings and do business, right. to do business and that sucks. So I was like, how can I engineer the, the impetus for the show is like, how can I engineer the social, like just talking with my friends again. And a, so a that was, hang. A sol- how can we engineer at least a one hour solid hang every week? And so that was kind of the, the impetus of the show is just like, Hey, let's just have like friends on and, and talk for a while. And it's been a lot of fun. It's been a real treat. And, well, and kind of, we've almost been doing it for a year now. And I know kind of like, that's wild. Like our, we'll be the, our uh, release for uh, the audio podcasts on the, all, all the major platforms will be around the year anniversary of us starting the podcast. So cool. Uh, yeah. Excited about it's that. It's pretty crazy. So the reason I do it is to, uh, uh, maintain friendships. That's that is the, <laughs> that is a very, because it's very hard to do that in the, in, in the work from home lifestyle that we have Absolutely. these days. And you know, what with, uh, we thought we were getting normal life back there for like a month and now, you know, Delta's wrecking shop again. So like more people are, are staying I'm home, staying in booster. Yeah, ready for that booster. Come I'll trade come, a migraine for a booster any day. Any day. Uh, so you know, maybe maybe that gets back to normal. We see more of our friends, but uh, but no, yeah, it's a nice, it's just a nice way to 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 talk with people, and that's and that's what I you know love doing. It's a it's an important thing, and I really like it. Nice. Like I know, especially for anyone who's made it this far in the podcast, I, I liked watching it because it really did show through the like, like, yeah, there was the purpose of it, but really, what it looked like, you guys were just like being social and talking awesome background noise because yeah. Like, yeah 
I was watching, like when I was watching it, you guys got into the questions and like, I just like scrolled through, glanced at it. Like, Shit. There's 10 minutes left. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the, the so that's the absolutely the the uh, 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 sort of the it was now, you know, we thought it was a bug, but I think now it's a feature is that like we go 30, sometimes 40 minutes without actually getting to the meat of the show. And actually, that's how I measure the quality yeah, of the, the show. Better, the better the episode, the, the less of the actual show we wind up doing. Because we're just talking and having fun. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. That's like, you know, my favorite podcast to listen to personally are either like informative podcasts with that are very dry so like true crime stuff that's like very procedural or stuff that is just essentially a friendship simulator which right. is just like those are my favorite we were just like oh i'm just i'm a a a third or fourth party to several people just having a conversation it's yeah. like i'm jumping in here and i'm just hearing people just bullshit and talk about whatever and there's like a loose premise but it's just like oh i'm just, it's just me listening to like my friends chat or whatever and that's those are kind of like my favorite things about it and i feel like that hopefully the most kind of functions is that for some people is just like oh yeah we get the you get this nice like friendship simulator simulator of like hanging out listening to people just talk about whatever mm -hmm. and uh yeah for for an hour for an hour a week that's uh that's that seems like a nice a, a nice thing so yeah. my favorite part was definitely the lightning round just because i'm sure you guys do it in like some in some podcast you listen to it's like you just play along like oh this is my answers these are my answers for them if, if i was ever on this show this is i know what i would answer yeah yeah and then Absolutely. some answers scare me because i'm like that's not what i wanted to say <laughs> oops oops i take it back yeah i tried to answer quickly not accurately yeah yep. so well that's all i have thank you guys so much for coming on good luck absolutely yeah absolutely thank you for having us yeah but thank you to everybody who's watched through this hour-long podcast of guys who don't know anything <laughs> water skiing. yes uh keep watching the skis that's a simpsons reference like maybe two percent of your audience will get um, but yeah, thank, thank you again. We really appreciate it. All right.